We've been talking about the banning of the live animal export trade. That's going to cost us half a billion dollars. What's costing us even more for the meat industry is labour shortages and immigration stuff-ups. Yes, they've cost the New Zealand meat industry an estimated $600 million in lost exports. Tell us more about that. And we're going to ask her about Hiwaka Ekanawa as well. Is Esther Guy Meekins. She's the Senior Manager for Strategy, Trade Policy and Advocacy for the Meat Industry Association. Esther, $600 million's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, it is an extraordinary amount of money. It is. That's uh, a that we have made on the back of sustained labour shortages over quite a significant period of time. So it's been challenging and uh, without enough people to process our product, that means that our processes are, are leaving value behind. Mind you, you haven't got labour shortages all to yourself. Everyone in every industry's got that. Talk to me about the immigration stuff-ups. Do these sit fairly and squarely at the foot of the government? The first point is that we have had labour shortages for a significant period of time. It's an issue that does date back uh, pre-COVID. But at the same time, COVID did exacerbate issues. Um, Our borders have been closed for a long time. And, you know, there were immigration settings that changed as well. To be fair, the government has listened to our sector and I think other other sectors as well and they have made a number of changes to the immigration policy that is beginning to have a cumulative effect. So, you know, recently we've um, received policy adjustments to uh, border exemptions. We had a new sector agreement and we've also had an accredited employer visa scheme. So, you know, cumulatively we are beginning to see um, some of this relieve a little bit of pressure. But also, ultimately, we do need uh, officials to be processing those visas efficiently. That is a little bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> yes, I can imagine that. Your boss, Surma Karapiva, I'm assuming she's the boss, she's the chief executive the boss, yeah. of the Meat <laughs> Industry Association. Uh, she was on a recent trip to India with Agriculture and Trade Minister Damien O'Connor. Did she not get into his ear? We have been talking to the government about these issues for um, you know, a long time. It's, it's a really important issue to the sector and one that we're very focused on. So you know, I'm sure that she um, had the opportunity to talk to Damien directly about you know, a range of issues, but this conversation has been ongoing and we've put a lot of effort into, into highlighting the issues that our sector has. A final comment from you on Hiwaka Ekanoa. Do you have to toe the party line, the government line on this one at the Meat Industry Association? Well, look, you know, we know that there has been um, a lot of debate about Hiwaka Ekanoa. But what I can say to you is that from our perspective, the recommendations that we've put forward are the fairest and most equitable option for farmers in New Zealand. And look, you know, it's been two years of debate uh, of an enormous amount of analysis and work that's that's gone into it. Um, and, you know, we're satisfied that um, those recommendations are the fairest and most equitable. We know that sustainability isn't going to go away. In fact, increasingly, it's a requirement for access to shelf. So it's the lesser of two evils. Absolutely. But I think uh, it also puts us in a really good position uh, in terms of uh, our global customers and, and our sustainable sustainability story. But the alternative is the emissions trading scheme. And so when you say the lesser of two evils, 
you know, our our um, opinion and our, and our analysis shows that, um, you know, the emissions trading scheme is not something that we want to be a part of. Esther Guy Meakin from the Meat Industry Association, thanks for your time and your insights today on the country. Appreciate them. Right. Thank you.